torch crept with feline ease across smashed wood and plaster to the front window. The walls were papered with a pattern of daisies, his mum's favourite flower. With slicked hair, denim jacket and jeans, his chiselled good looks were more James Dean than Cliff Richard. He twitched the curtain as his mum had done every night, waiting for her husband, even after he was dead. He scanned the rubble-strewn street with the unblinking eyes of a psychopath, for whom even rage is calculated. Sweet sixteen, ready with a cheeky grin. Smiler was the apple of his nan's eye and the bane of his mum's life. Never here when I need him. You're crazy! He shone the torch into the other boy's face and giggled, a strangely girlish sound given his bulk. There! The other boy pointed across the room. Tall and streaky bacon thin, he made dipping motions, as if he might hit his head on the ceiling that wasn't there. There was a scuffle and groans. Smiler focused light on an old man with a grey beard and straggling hair. He lay collapsed on boards, where there had once been a bed settee on which the cat would preen itself. Closer inspection showed that his lined face betrayed experience, not years. He was in his forties, dressed in an ill-fitting single-breasted suit, roomy eyes flicking about him. His body, although wasted, was taut. He was ready for action, if incapable of taking it. The demob suit and boots with gaping soles identified him as a soldier, who, back on Civvy Street, had missed out on the spoils of victory. I seen everything. I know the bloke you robbed. He fought at the Somme and at Dunkirk, not like you tow-rags, he spluttered. I'll set the law on you, and you'll hand that stuff back. Energy spent, he sagged against the wall. Let's go! The taller boy tugged at the curtain, peering out. You heard? You'll tell the police. Smiler giggled at the word police, as if it were rude. Give him that silver thing. It's got initials. It'll be hard to fence. The reedy boy added plaintively. I said we shouldn't have gone, and we shouldn't be here. That'll get at least a guinea, Smiler murmured. I'll see you get nothing. The soldier pointed at the thin boy grasping the curtain. I know your dad. You better shut up, the thin boy jabbered, his fear palpable. The soldier was scrambling to his feet. You're a disgrace to your old man, a sniveling coward. That learning's taught you nothing. He swayed towards the boy and grabbed his arms. In the crude light, they appeared engaged in a weird and ugly dance before the man crumpled to the floor. The boy stood above him. Something in his hand glittered in the torchlight. You stabbed me. The soldier sounded astonished. What you gone and done? Smiler played the torch over the man. I tapped him. His voice reedy, the boy clung to the curtain as if to his mother's skirts, eyes blinking, face chalk-white. Help! The soldier's voice rang out, surprisingly strong. A dark patch spread through his shirt front. You did know? Smiler sniggered through fingers clamped over his mouth. He took the knife off the taller boy and, with an easy action, stooped and severed the man's windpipe, stepping away to avoid gouts of blood, black as oil, flooding from his neck. Gurgles carried into the rafters as air bubbled through blood 
and life ebbed. The silence was interrupted by a sound that both boys had known all their lives, a flock of geese honking as they flew towards the River Thames. He's dead. The taller boy's own windpipe contracted, his voice reedier still. Smiler wiped the knife clean on the man's trousers. The fabric was stiffened with dirt. He sucked on his teeth, making a kissing sound. He was vermin, a nobody. He giggled as if the joke were a good one. He fought for his country. The taller boy was shaking. I tapped him, he said again. Fought my eye. Smiler kicked the dead man's boot. State of him couldn't fight Hitler's cat. He sniggered, a tinkling sound. The dead man's eyes glinted through half-closed lids. He's alive. The taller boy tottered back.